Hello, everyone, and welcome back to WebEx Partner Podcast, where we talk about Solutions Plus and our partners. This is your Cisco co-host, Taryn Montero. This is episode four, and we continue the conversation together with my Cisco co-host, Donald Elite. Donald is a senior leader who has spent 25 years at Cisco and is currently the business development manager within our global sales organization. Join us as we welcome Steve Holmes. Steve is the Vice President of Sales at VQ Communications. Prior to joining VQ, Steve worked in the partner community in commercial and operational roles and has a wealth of experience working with Cisco Collaboration. Now let's get started. Yeah, and hey, Steve, uh, uh, welcome and good to, to speak with you again. Thanks, Donald. It's nice to be here. So let us go back to the beginning of this story. How did VQ Communications and Cisco originally get together and, and why? So VQ's got a long history of, of conference management and working with collaboration platforms and, and, and overlaying um, man, management applications. And that, that does go back a long way, 15, 16 years or so, working originally with, with Poly or Polycom as, as it was back then and Radvision moving um, in, into Codeon and and then into Akano. Of course, Akano was acquired by Cisco and, and became CMS, Cisco, Cisco Meeting Server. And at, at that time, BQ uh, rebranded from being the Akano manager. We were providing the OEM management platform for Akano at, at the time of that acquisition. And we became VQ Conference Manager, so very much in independent, but 100% aligned and, and solely focused on providing the collaboration management experience for, for Cisco CMS customers. So what kind of questions do you frequently hear from businesses who are interested in getting started with VQ, VQ Conference Manager? So we hear a lot of questions, and quite often they're, how do we get a demo? How can we build a proof of concept? And, and quite often weird and wonderful um, specific use case requirements where, where customers want to deliver a particular feature or function in a, in a certain way. Um, often we've been able to build those into the platform, one of which, as an example, was a, a function called Blast Dial, um, being, a, being, a, being the capability to automatically launch and, and dial out calls to a, a number of users in an emergency response type situation or, or a critical action. Um, believe there's a, a requirement within the FDA that all airports have that capability within the emergency response practice. So that was a particular niche and um, niche application and has been built into, into Conference Manager for a couple of years now. And most conversations start from the perspective of um, wanting to build a service, whether that's the customer talking to us, whether that's a Cisco or a partner, uh, solutions architect talking to us and, and ultimately meeting requirements of a customer um, around how to deliver enterprise grade uh, collaboration experience with with Cisco CMS. And and lately we've been getting a lot of conversations um, initiated from partners again and and customers around uh, what we're calling DMA, uh, at, which is our TMS migration solution. Um, from from those people we're hearing the we're hearing at last you know, TMS is is quite long in the tooth it's been around a long time um, there's there's no 
further development on on the platform as we know and people are looking to migrate onto something else um, and i think we might talk about that a little bit later um in the in the podcast okay fair, um, that, that's very interesting so what is a joint customer vq story that did you like to tell around this yeah, I mean, there's a lot of these, and as I mentioned a minute ago about the the blast style capability, there's there's particular niche applications and, and requirements that come up. But um, one one that springs to mind really is it's a, it's a United States DoD agency. They were looking to bring a service in house from a rather than using a, a public public service. Um, they got teams dispersed globally they're very mobile they're moving people from from location to location the, the platform and service needed to be managed by a particularly small team so automation was particularly important to them being able to add and change and move users around on, on the on the platform um also particularly important and that customers had a successful deployment they started off in a small proof of concept a small trial environment and and grew that to being a much larger platform and and still a customer with us a few, a few years later so they're a heavy user of the analytics uh, that, that are built into vq and they've used that to allow them to future plan and forward plan their capacity uh, requirements. So as they're seeing servers and services growing in 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 utilization, they're able to plan for um, deployment of additional hardware, etc. So they've been able to plan for growth on the platform um, by by using VQ's analytics and and deploying hardware in the places that they need to deploy it in, a, in an efficient and effective manner. Okay, so. So now that you were talking about telling a story, uh, <clears throat> what is your favorite city? Because I know you like Barcelona. Uh, in fact, you were my my first partner that came to Barcelona to come to visit me. It, it was, in fact, my first external meeting uh, uh, in, in, in COVID. So apart from Barcelona, any other places you'd like to go? Barcelona, as you said, I, I do like, and I'm looking forward to being back there in a couple of months um, with, with ISE being being in Barcelona in, in May. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. I've always got to say London. You know, London, great city, lots of culture, lots of history. Um, but if you go further afield, I, I was talking with um, somebody earlier today, and they, they live just south of, south, south of Boston. And yeah, I, I love Boston as well. So, yeah. Different different cities for different times, but yeah, pick pick one of those: Boston, London, and Barcelona's creeping up there as well. Yeah, I know, and yeah, I have you <laughs> in my agenda for uh, for I think April. Uh, you booked me again, so uh, so looking forward to meet up again. So, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Good. So 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 coming back on the VQ Conference Manager, what are the most yeah. common use cases for the VQ Conference Manager? Having any new one become more prominent this year uh, compared, and, and certainly now that we embrace the the the, the hybrid uh, work model, uh, can you tell a little bit more? Absolutely. When when the pandemic struck and, and we, we all saw the, the stats and the graphs and the, the, the huge moving of workforces from 
uh, from offices to homes and you, know, you see all, all of the, the service platforms and the significant growth you know it was phenomenal the amount of growth with it within webex um we had we had similar asks from our customers you know they've got on-premise infrastructure on-premise services really structured a, a, around being in an office or, or a facility how do we make services available and accessible to to users who are now having to be working from home and and and, and more dispersed and really trying to give them that webex style experience a lot more self-service migrating people from white glove or concierge managed calls to being able to do things from themselves and scheduling their calls so what we, we had a, a lot of requests for um, the WebEx style experience. We had some as well from people that said, oh, we'd like a Zoom style experience. Um, but we, we, we don't talk about those too much. And that led a lot of the development in during the last two years during the pandemic around enhancing the, the self-service capabilities of the platform and making it easier for people to click to join so they can people can log into VQ Conference Manager they can see their own scheduled meetings. They can click the I want to join the meeting button, the green the green join button, and then join by a variety of different means depending on what's configured on the system. So really it's about user accessibility um, and, and simplification so that people can join the meetings easily. They can invite people easily and really deliver that WebEx style experience uh, on, a, on an on-premise um, on -premise platform. Yeah, and, and, and that's a good point. We know that customers globally use VQ uh, Conference Manager to deliver the, the WebEx-style video and audio conferencing services on, uh, on the Cisco Meeting Server platform. Now, how easy is it for a new customer to do that? So it can be really easy, but it's the same as many, many other applications, isn't it? It's really easy to deploy something, but actually the success comes in in the adoption, the processes and and uh, communications in, internally. So we can have a platform stood up within a day or two days for, for a customer. That's, that's pretty easy to do. But it really, it's around designing that service level. So I talked earlier about that migration from concierge and white glove to, um, to self-service calls. And really what we try and talk to customers about is we have this sort of pyramid of purpose where you've got this very broad, wide platform at the bottom of the pyramid that is um, that's your self-service. That's a lot of people scheduling calls and, and looking after themselves. So you've got um, lots of capacity, lots of calls, lots of activity, and a pretty light management overhead on a day-to-day on -day basis or a call-by-call -call basis. And then as you go further up the pyramid to the top, you've got the white glove, the big calls, the large-scale calls that don't happen very often but the um but but the the management overhead is very high they're scheduled they're managed they're um monitored all the way through people are added and screen layouts are changed and all of that sort of stuff so really it's about defining where you want to be on that on that scale and what sorts of services you want you want to deliver and vq allows you to deliver all of those across the, the, the complete um, the complete range and give people access to different different service levels in in different ways on the on the same platform. So really, it's about um, and and the time to service is design the service you want to deliver and then build 
the service you want to deliver. The actual standing up of the platform is pretty quick and pretty simple. Okay. Steve, I'm, I remember when you, uh, in the introduction, you mentioned we have a very long-standing relationship with, with Cisco. Uh, mm -hmm. So so what is next for VQ Communications and, and what would you like to see in the coming months uh, for the partnership with Cisco? So I mentioned earlier about DMA and that that is, that's big for us. Yeah, so that's our device management and automation. It's the journey that, to take customers on that are currently using TMS and moving them on to an, an alternate on-premise platform. We mentioned earlier about cloud and, and ultimately Cisco's goal and aim is to move people off of TMS and move them onto WebEx, get them cloud registered. Um, and we support that and that's great, but that it isn't applicable for all customers everywhere. There's geograph geography. There are geographies where that doesn't work. There are um, industries and, and sectors where that doesn't work, specifically DOD type um, organizations, government agencies, um, and some public sector customers, and some private sector companies for that matter as well, you know, banking, finance, et cetera. They might just have this, you know, we don't want to go to cloud. We're not there. It's not on the journey yet. So but they want something else that, that allows them to manage their environment manage it on premise and, and be in control of that rather than relying on, on cloud infrastructure. So um, we want, we're on a journey. We've released the first part of that, that our DMA story, if you like, our one button, one button to push. So calls that are scheduled using VQ Conference Manager um, will be able to be one button to push enabled. And then we bring out the next part of that in a month or so's time, which is going to be our device um, device address books so or, or phone books as they're known in, in TMS so really we've got this migration story that allows customers to take a part of the TMS infrastructure and migrate it to to DMA and pick those off in a in a in a, in a managed and controlled fashion over the next three to six months or or as quickly as they as they choose to for that matter so that that's really big we've got a lot of interest in that. I think maybe you joined the webinar that we ran last week, um, talking to partners and customers about that, and we've had a had a huge amount of interest. So that's really positive. And then the 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 other area that um, we're we're building upon is our APL approval. So this is something we've been working on for about fifteen months. Um, and I'll come back to your question in a minute because actually it does all loop around and get back to it. Is the is the this APL so that's a FIPS compliant version of Conference Manager, which may or may not mean much to people, but that's built upon um, security standings and standards. We get through the this APL process, which is the approved products list, particularly relevant to the US DoD market, which enables people to to purchase. BQ Conference Manager and, and be um, be confident that we've passed stringent security standards. So, so what does that enable us in, in terms of the relationship with Cisco? That enables us to transact more business. It enables us to have a, a route to market. And really, that, that, that strengthens and, and grows our joint business between Cisco and VQ and enables Cisco partners to, to sell BQ Conference Manager and CMS 
and additional video endpoints as well as around that that whole DMA story. Okay, so so coming back on that, um, how are Cisco and VQ working to to provide the migration program for existing TMS customers? So that that is a good question. Something that we've been working with the business unit on through the last um, four or five months is. Is, is exactly that being very clear around what we're developing and how we're developing it, but but also funding um, a, a joint trade-in or migration program. So actually launching 7th of March, there will be a new SKU available within the Cisco pricing tool. Um, and, and that is a, that's a, a trade-in SKU. So any existing TMS customers which really is the market we're going after, to be honest. You know, we're not, we're not looking for, for new on-premise um, customers. So we're expecting that there's going to be quite a, a large take-up of the promotion for a 20% reduction on the list price of DMA right through to the end of Cisco's Q1 next year. So that's October 22, so 31st of October 2022. Okay. So... I was an IT manager in my previous life uh, before mm. I joined the, the, the collaboration uh, sales. Um, migrating was always my biggest scare. Okay. So, so now we're going to migrate from TMS. How is VQCOMS going to support this? How, how do you support these, uh, these migrations to, to our customers? Yeah. So there's a couple of things there that tie back to, to what I was saying earlier around planning being being critical and and a phased approach so whilst we've got the one button to push element now and directory services coming next and then all of the conference management um sorry not conference management the uh, endpoint end management will, will come a little bit after that it gives people that uh, the ability to co-run and coexist tms and vq dma side by side um and we'll also be working with with our partners as well. So we've got um, we have a, a deployment assist program and a, a supported program currently, where our professional services team work with end users directly or with the uh, Cisco channel partner to deploy VQ Conference Manager, and we'll continue to do the same. So we'll um, have a clear migration strategy, and we're also developing tools as well so integration tools and migration tools for customers moving off of tms so whether that is a database export for example from tms into vq um, and and we'll also have um, live integration into into cucm as well so at that point you can you'll be able to pull out your live endpoints and devices that are cucm managed if they're cucm managed and and integrate those straight into into VQ DMA, so there will be a live live synchronization at that point. So really, it's about planning, having the tooling, taking a phased approach, take a small subset of the estate to start with, migrate that, um, make sure you're comfortable. It is a new platform. It it does similar things to TMS because that's you know it's, it's about endpoint management. So it, <laughs> we're going to be managing the endpoints. But, but really, it is it's a different product with a different workflow. So there's a little bit of getting used to how things are going to change a little bit as well. So taking that small subset, massive recommendation, 
and ultimately we're here to help and support customers through that through that journey so um yeah safe pair of hands i think is is, is the message there perfect yeah uh, now uh if i would be an it manager again uh you convinced me uh to do that migration <laughs> Yeah, I may maybe use one of my colleagues to do it, not me. <laughs> Thank you so much, Steve, for your time. We really appreciate you joining the podcast. Any other closing statements? Thanks, Taryn. Uh, pleasure to speak with you, Donald, as always. Uh, really just to direct people uh, to, to our website for more information, vqcoms.com. There's also an Ask VQ space in, in WebEx for people that are a part of that. Um, you, you can gain access to that space but but also using old-fashioned email info at vqcoms.com to find out more about vq all the subjects of dna and all those other things we've been discussing today so uh, yeah thank, thanks both for, for taking the time don't forget all our featured ecosystem partner products are available through cisco connect to your cisco sales rep for more details we hope you enjoyed today's edition with Steve Holmes from VQ Communications. Next time, we'll get into more episodes with Solutions Plus and our partners. Don't forget to click subscribe to this podcast on our WebEx YouTube page. And you can follow along on Cisco Podcast Network, where you can subscribe to our Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audible, and many more. Until next time, thanks for listening.